Hello, welcome back to How to Rewrite Your Stars. This is Benjamin Fincher with Starlight Mentoring. And today I'm joined by Parker Boutner. And yeah, you want to introduce yourself a little bit, Parker? Yeah. Hey, thanks so much, Benjamin. Yeah, my name is Parker Boutner. Um, born and raised right here in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, if you're familiar with that area. And uh, it's so great to be on with you, Benjamin. Awesome. Well, as I told you, as I got telling you a little bit before we started, just kind of go over the how to rewrite your stars and sharing your story. And before we got the um, episode started, you were telling me a little bit about an experience you had yesterday. And I think that would actually be kind of cool to start this out with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. It's kind of funny. Um, so I've been working on personal development, right, for um, but just under a year and a half. And I can really see the effects that it has on me in my, just in my day-to-day -day life. So the story we were just talking about is um, we were driving the car yesterday and I have three little daughters, you know, two, four, and six. And my six-year-old was just screaming like absolutely like bloody murder, right? Just screaming for like 10 minutes and she wouldn't stop. And it was like, you know, while, while you were driving in the car, right? <laughs> while we were driving in the car. And it was like, it was like, what on earth can you stop screaming? What are you screaming about? And like what she was screaming about didn't make sense. Like, like she wanted to see something miles away, like that we passed. She's like, no, turn around and go back. We're like, no, we passed it. <laughs> so if in her mind, it was really, really important. So she was just screaming and screaming, and screaming. Finally, we pull over in this parking lot of a restaurant and I was like, I'm just going to pull her out of the car and she can scream outside. And then when she's done, she can get back in the car. <laughs> right. <laughs> in the past, in the past, I would have want to, I would have wanted to rip her out of the car, hang her by the ankles and just like spank her. Right. Um, uh -huh. Kind of, you know, kind of a, a backstory of how I was raised. Right. <laughs> right. But I'm working on I'm working on myself. I've been working on like staying calm in those crazy situations. So as I'm pulling her out of the car and like, I'm frustrated, but I'm totally, I've got control. I think that's the part that was really important. I'm frustrated, but I do have control right, of myself, of my, of my feelings, you know, and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to pull her out of the car. I had a plan too, right? I'm going to pull her out of the car. I'm going to let her scream outside. Well, right. As I'm pulling her out of the car, like I'm in the door, pulling on her because she doesn't want to come out and this cop this cop car comes and, and pulls up right behind me like and he's just he's meeting up with some other police officers right they ended uh -huh. up just they ended up just going into the restaurant <laughs> but like it was really funny like I could have I could have been yanking her out of the car <clears throat> and doing that whole you know hanger by the ankles and spanking her thing and he could have pulled up right then right but <laughs> it would have been a a been lot a different very, story well yes it, things could have went a little differently so but because that wasn't what I was doing I was just pulling her out and like I just stood there and I talked to her told her she needs to scream outside it was a much different scene than what it could have been right what it could have been a lot more funny right someone could say funny but I could have also gotten myself into a little bit of trouble right. had I not really, or I would have had to explain myself, right? Had I not been working on myself for the past little while. Because kids, man, they can just pull the emotions right out of you. If you've got any little oh, yeah. bit of, of anger or frustration inside you, man, they can just like magnify that and make it huge. So 
yeah, just a funny story. It just happened last night. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, I can definitely agree on that part with the kids. I don't have any kids yet and recently married of four months. But just thinking about siblings and babysitting and other times where I've come across kids and it's just like, yeah, you might not be mine, but you're still just yanking out emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get ready. Get ready, right? You're on a good journey. A good right. path. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you talking about that, how it's you grew up with the hanging by the ankles and getting spanked like how common <laughs> is it to just repeat the story we lived right like yeah if yeah we it is that really as kids we do that as parents we uh, see our mom and our dad and we do that when we get married right absolutely it's like that's what we right that's what we learned it's what we saw and so when we're in a similar situation it's like what do we do we just we do what we've learned and what we've seen and mm-hmm. so absolutely. Yeah. I could have, could have went that path. <laughs> and there's, I could tell you all sorts of stories of my childhood and, and our disciplines, right. That I got, but, but yeah, but yeah, working on, you know, the big thing was just learning to manage and control how I feel and then how I act. Right. Cause I could have just been triggered and not even thought about what I was doing. Like could have just reacted to the situation, right. but instead I, I decided to have, or I, I was able to have control and act instead of have everything be a reaction right so mm-hmm. yeah which is actually if you look at the word reaction it re is to do again and action obviously is to take an action and yeah. we may have never ever been in that situation before but we react what we've seen acted before right yeah yeah so that, or you know or this is how i always act in this situation and it's almost like you're just reacting the same thing and yeah. I think taking that to the uh, the next level and gaining control of of being able to act and not just yeah repeat those past actions. So because there have been times where I have you know I've lost it and just you know just been totally triggered by my kids right and and disciplined them that way. But like but like that's a reaction on my part, and I don't know exactly I don't know if that's teaching them really the right lesson because they're seeing me react instead of have control and take action right so yeah so it's like you did something bad but here i'm gonna do something bad to meet it (laughs) isn't your kids just like i'm super confused right now like (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah and how many of us don't have those experiences growing up like i don't imagine a lot yeah and if you didn't have that experience hopefully you had some really good experiences. If you did have those experiences, hopefully you had some really good experiences too. Like, (laughs) yeah. But going along with the theme of the show of how to rewrite your stars, I think that that's really a prime example of that to where your maybe natural instinct from growing up was ripping out of the car and tell them what's up and make (laughs) sure they know that that is not okay. My eardrums hate them right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of trying to, you know, trying to live my own. That is that I think that's you said it great. Trying to live my own little story, right? Rewriting my own stars. Um, And so many of us, we we like want to do that. But then we find ourselves reliving like how we promised ourselves when we were teenagers that we'd never grow up and live that way. And then we find ourselves 
living that way, right? Because mm-hmm. so many of us, we don't really know how to rewrite our stars. And I've, and I've, you know, I've been stuck there in so many ways and I'm still working on, you know, a lot of me. I'm not done. I'm only, I'm 30 years old. So I, I got a lot in front of me and then I've got a lot behind me that I get to really process and work through. Right. Right. So, so bringing it to the question of how, how have you been able to rewrite those stars in your life? How have you been able to rewrite those programs to where instead of following that gut or instinctive reaction, that reaction, how have you been able to change that to where now you have that control and can be like, okay, this isn't okay. I'm going to take care of it, but it's not going to be out of hand on my part. Yeah, that's a, that is a really great question, right? How? Um, So for me, my story is uh, just under a year and a half ago, uh, I, I came across a mentor Someone, and you know, basically someone who teaches you how to do something that you don't know how to do, right? Um, almost like back in the day, if you wanted to be a dentist, like this was way back, let's say 100 years ago, right? You would just go and work right alongside a dentist and they would teach you everything you need to know. Right. Well, the mentor that I came across, he was teaching, um, I went to a class and he was teaching um, how to have a better, more rich, more deep marriage. And I loved the class so much and some of the, the, the classes afterwards that I was in that I decided to work one-on-one with him. And, um, and you know, it was, a, it was a pretty penny for me, but like the value that I was getting from it, I could see that it was worth it. You know, cause I, there, I said, I'm, I'm 30 years old and we all have a past, right? We all have a past yeah. that sometimes if we don't understand how to process that past, and we just try and hide it, well, we find ourselves reliving certain things, certain patterns over and over and over again that we don't know how to get out of. So how I was able to rewrite my story is I started doing things that, you know, I didn't ever see my parents do, but I could tell that they were so extremely valuable. So the first thing I did was I, I hired a mentor, right? Or I, I fought, you could say followed a mentor because there's parts, there's so many people on Facebook and things to give advice and those are all great. Like those could all be counted as mentors. Like if they have, if they have kids and they're teaching you how to, how they discipline their kids in a positive, good way. And that's right. someone that you're following and you're listening to. Well, then they, they actually become a mentor um, to you. So yeah, just to take that on a small tangent, I've got a friend that, um, that you, you and I actually have shared this mentor before. Uh, I'm sure someone else I met at one of those classes, they share their story of, okay, I'm a mom and yeah, I blow up on my kids sometimes. And then I ask them for forgiveness afterwards and try and just keep going and learning from it. And she shares her stories and emails at this point saying, okay, yeah, there's this and that and the other thing. And I did this wrong and this wrong, but I learned from it and now I'm doing this right and this right and helping out my kids. Yeah. She's a mentor for helping out kids in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now a good thing to point out from what you just said is mentors aren't perfect. Right. So I didn't go, I didn't go out and like look for someone who was perfect and then just try and, and have them teach me. Right. Uh, Like that lady you just said, she blew up on her kids and she's telling this as a story, right? She blew up on her kids. But the cool thing is she has a way to, she has a way out of it. She has a way out of like, 
her frustration. She has a way to repair the relationship with the kids. And I think so many of us, we don't know how to do those things. Sometimes we just guess, we just, cause we're like, I didn't ever really see this happening growing up. I saw what I saw and I, I learned what I learned and it's like, okay, what am I missing? <laughs> what am I missing? And so, right. and so finding other people out there who are wanting to like progress and wanting to do really great and cool things, they're not perfect, but their stories can resonate with you because maybe they're going through or they have gone through some of the exact same challenges you've gone through. So like finding a mentor or someone that you can look to um, and follow as like an example, an example for you. So you could almost even take this on a whole nother tangent, start talking about heroes, right? You can see how many directions Mm -hmm. this could go, but, but yeah. So the first step is like, find someone that you could follow. Yeah. And to take it on that tangent a little bit with heroes, like, um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I've got a hero wall where I've got, I think it's like 20, 24, 25 different role models that I've had in my life. And about half of them have okay. passed on and aren't alive anymore. And about half of them are alive still. And I've got one fictional hero up there, Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Super great for the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but, but I've got those people up on my wall in my bedroom to remind me, yes, I'm able to be here with them, emulating their qualities, their strengths, recognizing they've had stories of failure. They've had stories of regret and they've risen out of the ashes and become a person that's worth looking up to. And just a simple example, I've got Thomas Edison up there. 1,000 ways to not invent a light bulb. Wow. How many of us would have given up at 10, 50, 100? He was just like, no, there's some way to do this. I just need to find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That that person that was able to just go a little bit beyond what what's normal, right? Yeah. Right. So many of us, we could have given up at, like you said, 10, 500 times, you know, or you know, I'm sure you, he even had to ask for people to like donate their time, their resources to like keep buying all these materials, right? You could have, he could have had the excuse to like not ask for any more funding. And, but instead he had this awesome goal, this, this awesome, I should say vision. He mm-hmm. had this awesome vision. There was something here he could figure out and he figured it out, right? And like the price he paid was <laughs> a lot of time a lot of resources, a lot of broken light bulbs. Right. Right. And, you know, we can find someone like that in our lives who, you know, and we're on the subject of kids and raising kids, right. That they've had a lot of failures. They have slipped and really, you know, spanked their kids a little too hard or something like that, or they blew up, you know, they've had those experiences, but they also have figured out ways through them. So now we can relate now we, I can, you know, I can relate to that person now, whereas someone who's like, oh, you're so perfect and I can never be like you is kind of hard to, you know, relate. So, yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, and even people listen to this, like parents out there, you'd be like, oh, well, this Parker guy, he's just so perfect that he just takes his kid out and has a scream <laughs> outside until you're like, yes, but my initial reaction was hang him up by the ankle and give him a paddling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, so I can actually like change from that 
urge, that reaction to, yes, I'm going to still address the issue at hand, but in a better way. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And it's just, it's learning just for me, it was gaining a little bit more control of myself, right? I couldn't change the situation going on around me. You know, I asked her to stop screaming. She wouldn't. Um, and it was like, I couldn't really change my environment that I was in, but I could, but I, I was able to change my thoughts, change how I was able to act. So everything about me, you know, I've had to learn to, to manage and take control of now. Am I still perfect? No, you know, it's, it's been a couple of weeks since I've spanked my kids, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, just but, but for someone to spank their kid last night, you've had a couple of weeks and like, oh, well, maybe I can go a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's those little steps, right? Just those little steps. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, well and the guy I was talking with this morning, who's on last week's episode, Jeremy Roderick, he, it, it was a really interesting conversation with him talking about kids. So when that episode comes out, be, be sure, I'll be sure to give that one to you as well to listen to about kids because he talks about it's like yeah it's all behaviors it's all patterns like we can choose to address things in a way the way he talked about i'm just like man i need to re-listen to this and re-listen to this and re-listen to this and get his book and figure out how to do this before i get kids (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but for those listening if you haven't listened to that episode be sure to go check that one out if you're wanting to learn more about how to talk with your kids we talked about that near the middle of the episode it was, it was powerful. Like there's a lot of different ways that you can rewrite your stars and talking about kids is a really good one because even if you don't have kids, even if you're not married and all that stuff, like you're still going to run across them in the street <laughs> or somewhere. Yep. yep. They're going to be playing tag right in the grocery store and they're going to run into your leg, right? They're going to, they're going to run into you and you're going to have to do some sort of interaction. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or or even I'll use a personal example here. (laughs) When my wife and I were on our honeymoon, we were riding those electric scooters around the city and like, because of uh, COVID, nobody was around like, nobody was around so we were like ah screw the note right on the sidewalks part it doesn't matter (laughs) well we ended up going to this one place where there were some people and we needed to kind of swerve around them and avoid them and one of them got really mad at us so it's like hey maybe that kid's 23 years old and just got married and is just trying to have the time of his life with his wife (laughs) i I could have done better there yes i could have not been riding on the sidewalk (laughs) but that man also could have been a better reaction (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, but funny in hindsight a little intense in the moment <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh, i'm curious as well you uh just about called you jeremy because i talked with him earlier parker you're parker um has there been other places in your life other areas of your life where you've been able to rewrite your stars besides just with your kids Yeah. You know, the biggest area in all honesty, the biggest area is right. Like with my wife right here, right in our relationship um, with my wife, that's kind of where it all started. You know, we went to this marriage class and and I was all, it was a three-day class, like, and it was in person. So we actually had to travel there 
and that was real that was rough like <clears throat> i was like i'm gonna miss because it was thursday friday and saturday i was like uh-huh. i'm gonna miss two days of work to go to this thing right <laughs> like this better be worth it <laughs> better be good right um yeah so that, that's where it all started but like right right in my personal relationship with my wife we come from we come from these backgrounds where you know our parents they stayed married for a good like my parents they're still married but it's like it's so stinking rocky and her parents they divorced i think at like 29 years of marriage and so all of a sudden we're like, whoa, hold on. We don't really have like, those were our, those were our examples. Like we're trying yeah. to do everything they were doing and not, we can not see what examples <laughs> we can see what's happening there. Like, did they teach us great things? Yes, absolutely. And I, I had a, a great, um, uh, I'll call him a teacher. He said, he said to grab the really good things from your parents the really good things from your parents' relationships, grab those and then let go of the bad things and don't implement those into your relationships. So I was like, okay, that makes total sense. So, you know, I'm grabbing the good things that I know. Like, okay, we sit down for dinner, you know, every night. We like, we want to have dinner together. Um, we wait for the other spouse to come home if they're gone, unless it's like a pre-planned thing and they're like actually out with, uh, like very rarely out with some, like having a girl's night or something. Right. But um, you know, for me, like if I'm still at work at six o'clock or seven, my wife will wait for me and we'll have dinner right when we get home or right when I get home. So that's one of the things that we brought into our relationship that was really good. We both, both of us learned that from our parents, but then there were other things like how to resolve a fight, <laughs> something like, <laughs> like we're, we we're looking at our parents and we're realizing they don't, I don't, I don't know. Do they resolve fights? Like they're still fighting. It's, it's been, you know, years. <laughs> so, right. Well, and something to that as well. I feel like us as kids, we, a lot, we often will see the fighting, but we won't see the resolving. Yeah. And so even if it happens, like the parents don't say, okay, yeah, kids, we need to make sure you understand we fought, but we kiss and made up. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't that be so nice if we were taught, like if parents, like just, just recognize where you came from, right? What would you have liked your parents to teach you? And then start looking for ways you can teach your kids that. Um, Yeah. So if, if our parents would have came up to us and been like, you know, we were fighting, we were yelling, things got pretty crazy, but here's how we resolved it. And like, if they would walk kids through that, or even like show kids how to do that, it would help out so much. Like it would, it would have helped us out. Excuse me. It would have helped us out so much to see, okay, fighting, it happens. It's normal. Like when an argument turns sour, right. And it turns into a fight because arguments are always going to happen. But then once it turns that corner, okay, how do you resolve that? Like, how do you, and what we were realizing is from our perspective, from our point of view, the parents would just stop talking about it and they would just change the subject. And so the problem never, from our view, the problem never got resolved. So here we are, we're fighting and we're like, Oh, what do we do? Well, if we just stop talking about it, then we move on and it's not a problem, but the, (laughs) you know, that makes initial sense, right? Like, let's just not talk about it. Let's move on to something that's happier and, 
and more fun to talk about. And then the next day, <laughs> something very similar, the exact same way comes up. And you're just like, yeah, this is just like yesterday. And you're like, I thought we weren't talking about this. Yeah, but this is today. And it was just like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. And exactly what you said, after a couple of years, right, for us, after a couple of years of like, okay, we keep moving on, but really we're finding ourselves still stuck in the problem. Yeah, like we think just sweeping we, it under the carpet. Yeah, we think we're moving on, but really we're finding ourselves stuck right there, having the same problems, almost the same conversations as last month, as yesterday. Like just like you said, as you know, six months ago. Like wow, we're not actually resolving these things, and so um, yeah, all that pent up, like all that built up, all those those built up. Uh, fights and problems and frustrations, if there's not a way to like figure out how to resolve those and, and really actually move on and let them go. Yeah. Problems start to happen. And then you start being like, well, my parents, yeah. Like, Oh, well, my parents could never figure it out. And they ended, you know, they ended their marriage. Well, maybe that's what we ought to do. And it's like, no, hold on. What are we missing? Yeah. What are we missing? We don't want to do that, you know? And so those are some dark roads. You just, you want to avoid getting there in the first place. And there's ways you can do that. There's totally ways you can do that. Yeah. So we've definitely talked about the theory with that. And that is important in and of itself. But I, I know that I know some ways to take care of those things, but for those listening that don't even have a starting point and even just the theory is new for them, what would you share with them that, they can do one to avoid those roads and two to resolve the issues on those roads and turn around and say, okay, let's go back to the happy road. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, I, you know, I started following someone started listening to their classes and their things. And I started learning what I didn't know. Like we really, we all should learn what we don't know. Cause there's, we're like here we're we have, let's just say we have, 80, 90 years to live, right? Everyone, you know, it's different for everybody. We, we kind of stop as soon as we have kids. And as soon as we get like a career or a job, or we start, start a company, um, whatever it is that we do, we kind of, we feel like we don't need to learn anymore. Like we're like, yeah, I, I went through 12 years of school and then four years of college or however much, however, whatever type of schooling you did. And then you're like, after that, you just start learning by what I call the school of hard knocks. <laughs> and that's through experience, right? Hard knock life. <laughs> hard knock life. There's, but there's, there's a better way. There's a better way. Like find one. And there's so, there's so much, there's so many resources out there to go to learn. Right. right. Um, there's there's uh, I mean, so much out there from experts, books, on how, you know, how we work, how to create a, a great and, and lasting marriage or, or raise amazing kids. There's so many people out there who are willing to offer their, what the, their findings, like we should be searching for those things that we don't know. Right. It's like you, you mentioned, you got books, you got blogs, you got podcasts, like you're listening to right this second. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're, you're taking steps already if you're listening to this to learn more about what you don't know because you, you don't come across how to rewrite your stars and think it's about drawing 
new stars at least if you listen to the first half of what we talked about here <laughs> like you're seeking that improvement you're seeking that learning and kudos to you like that is awesome because the first step is like you're saying start to find out what you don't know yeah yeah and i that, that's something so simple i for years you know we're struggling in our marriage and i would just announce i don't know i don't know how to do this and you know we'd be talking about like okay how are we going to resolve my answer was i don't know <laughs> okay it's like okay are you gonna find out or is that the final answer and so many of us that's our final answer for a really long time if we ended up on a who wants to be a millionaire we would lose that round right then and there and walk away with (laughs) either nothing or the last tier of whatever we got (laughs) yeah oh it's been a long time since i watched that show i can't i can't remember the the different levels right but yeah yeah i, I don't remember it either <laughs> <laughs> i just know that there was like one or two points where it's like yeah if you hit this point you're gonna get at least that much but if, if you go above and you miss yeah you're done yeah okay so you said something that, that kind of stuck out to me was you, you you're talking your your episodes they're about rewriting your stars but you mentioned the word of like drawing your stars i almost um that, that sticks out to me because i feel like that relates exactly to the phrase of living a default life. All right. Where it's almost like, this is just how it is. Okay. Uh Like imagine if you bought a new computer, you opened it up and you couldn't upgrade anything on it. It was just, this is how it is. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's the default setting. Well, all of us, we're all kind of like a computer, right? We have a default setting. That's just how we were programmed, which is like, like I said, I'm 30. So my 30 years up to right now, that's how I'm programmed. And if I want right. to upgrade and, and improve, well, I start to look at those things that are the default settings and I go, how can I improve this? How can I change this one thing? And then you change one thing here and one thing there. And then next thing you know, you've got this, this amazing uh, like you, you're moving towards that life that you actually want to live. You know, you don't want to be frustrated at your wife and your kids all the time. You right. want to, you want to have an amazing marriage and have just an awesome family. It's like, it just starts with one little thing that you need to learn how to upgrade and just, you know, jump out of those default settings that you're already in. Yeah, that's powerful. And brings up something that I was thinking of earlier as well. Super simple tool and you can get a lot of different results with this one, but just thinking of, if you listen to last week's episode, this is kind of from that, pretend that you knew what to do. Like in those moments where you're just like, your wife tells you, okay, well, what are we going to do about this? You're just like, I don't know. And you're like talking to those tones of voice. You're just like, I don't know. Like I'm, and then uh, obviously in the heat of an argument not necessarily the best place to do this but maybe after it's cooled down a bit just be like okay you didn't know then pretend that you knew now what could we do yeah and just that pretending like going back to being that four-year-old going back to being that two-year-old five-year-old that would just play imagine that would for the girls that would play tea party for the boys that would play with the army men or whatever it was you played with as a kid 
or just the imaginary things that you would do just like okay pretend that there was something else here pretend you knew what the answer was because like you you ask a kid it's just like oh well how does this work and they're just like it does (laughs) (laughs) Or, or you or they just give you this super wonky answer and to them it makes complete sense and to us we're just like i don't even understand what you just said but as us as adults we can articulate that easier but but we still have that power to just pretend yeah okay so you brought up something something really really important is imagination right we have as a kid our imagination is just like it's just like going it's going and we can come up with the craziest coolest scenarios and build the coolest thing with legos and for me I, i didn't have legos for a long time so i'd go to my backyard there's this little hill and i would just run the hose on the dirt and i would create these cool awesome canyons right and then we would and then yeah we would play with our uh i don't know what those little army those little army soldiers those little uh-huh. green army men um and we would like that's what we would play with in this where, where i had made this giant river right this where the river would like turn into a canyon and you'd make you just play in the mud it was, it was basically it was playing in the mud and playing in the dirt as a kid but yeah our imaginations are so like ramp like just big and awesome as a kid as adults that's actually a really valuable thing to bring back and oh, yeah. let me explain in a really a really healthy way you could bring that back so um i'm gonna bring up a, i'm gonna bring up the example of using a vision board here for a second with your permission is that cool absolutely 100%. So, so i have a vision board it's an active vision board which means i put goals up on there once i achieve them i take them down and then i put a new goal up there right and so i have a handful there's a handful up there at a time because there's different areas of my life i'm trying to achieve things in um i just like this whole year i had up on my vision board that i wanted to go like i had I could imagine in my mind going 30 days without fighting with my wife, 30 days without an argument turning into a fight. And we, we define my wife and I, we defined what that meant, like, you know, yelling and, and whatever else that we had on there. Uh And so I had, like, I was using my imagination, something that wasn't actually happening right now. Or well, when I say right now, when I made that goal, I'm like, okay, We've never set the goal to have 30 days with no fights. And I'm like, I don't think we've ever gone 30 days. <laughs> you know, we, we go like three days, <laughs> three wow. days. So, 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 so trying to get 10 times more <laughs> of a change. Was, yeah. Yeah. And now for that case, yeah, the math is like 10 times more. It could seem really, really big, but that was just one that was one goal where I put it up on my wall, right? I created a visual of it. That's why it's called a vision board. Um, but I was using my imagination, something that doesn't exist now. How can I make that exist? All right. It almost goes back into like, we are like, we're like beings of creation, right? We can create stuff. We can build a house. We can build a city where not, where there was nothing, right? We're like, we're really good creators when oh, we yeah. start using our imagination. And so, um, so I had this goal and I'm like, I want to go 30 days without fighting with my wife. And so I put it up on my vision board. Um, and then I started going for it and I'm like, Oh, you know, after like seven days, Oh, you know, we'd have a fight. And I, uh, you know, I had to like start the date over 
Well, you know, after starting the date over like 10 times, it's really easy to get discouraged, right? Like, right. Oh, maybe I should have went seven days <laughs> or, or 15. But I, but I hung on to that original imag- that like vision that I had. And it was just in my imagination because it didn't actually exist in front of me yet. Right. And so it was like, okay, I really truly believe my wife and I can have an awesome, fantastic marriage this is one of the goals I want to accomplish. And so let me tell you a mistake that I was making. I had that goal for myself and I wasn't involving her in there, in that goal, the magic. And so that that could go into another topic of like mistakes, right. With setting goals. Right. One, because this was a goal that involved her, I had to actually bring her in to not like bring her into the idea that we could do this together as soon as both of us were on the same page of wanting to do that, we, we achieved it. Like we, we went 30 days and actually we went, I think it was like 30. So I'll I'll be honest with you. This was last, uh, last Tuesday that, that I, that this fulfilled. So it went nine months without being fulfilled Uh and just last Tuesday. So, so like seven days ago or eight days ago or something or whatever the math is, we pulled this off the vision board and we were like, yeah, we got it. It's you know, so awesome. Uh, we celebrated. And that was an accomplishment where we, we used our imagination and we thought of something that didn't actually exist in our lives. And we went and we created it. That's awesome. We, cre- we, we made it happen. And so, you know, had we've had that goal, you know, year one, like we weren't really, we didn't have a lot of stresses year one. We didn't have kids. We didn't have things we probably could easily have done it. But here in year seven, seven and a half, we're like, whoa, this is a problem. We can't go more than three to seven days without fighting. Like, let's change that. And so, you know, it all starts in your imagination. So it's really, really important to, you know, I think it's a really important tool to still tap into is, uh, is imagining something that could be there, but it's not there right now. So, I, that was a really big tangent, but really, I thought that was, that could be really valuable to uh, some of the listeners today. So I decided to, to share that. Right. That's really awesome. Uh, I get a couple of questions I've got for you on that. If you're open to sharing this, yeah. that's kind of a personal goal, but considering you shared it, I feel like that'd probably be good to ask questions on it. Uh, how long did you go without a fight? If you remember this, how long were you able to go without a fight without involving your wife in the process? So it was honestly, I honestly want to say there was one time where we got to day 15. (laughs) It was like day 15 or 18 or something like that. Um, And all of a sudden we started having this fight and I was like, no, no, I wanted, like, I so wanted to go. We were so close, right? We're, what is that? A, a two thirds of the way there. Right. And um, yeah, so it was like, finally, finally it was, and, and that happened like maybe three months after I set the goal. It was like, yes, we're going like solid 15 days. We're halfway there. Jeez. I'm like, and I don't see anything uh-huh, uh-huh, in the future. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. You're like, I don't see anything in the future that's going to knock us down. Boom. 
<laughs> and then it comes you just bang you're just like no <laughs> no you know and part of that was me too right i lost it like and like i'm like no you know we were so close and then my emotions were crazy and i lost it and started and i joined in the fight <laughs> uh, so how did you pick it up again after that like that sounds like it would have been really discouraging there's so to be totally honest there's a couple of times i literally just gave up on like focusing on this goal so because when i say focus i mean like i wake up in the morning and i'm like okay i, I look at my vision board and i'm like okay what am i gonna like these are the things i'm focusing on so when it comes to my wife here's the section 30 days with no fights. Okay, let's do this. And I can imagine myself going through conversations and not fighting and like knowing how to resolve conflict without a fight and like having that imagination of like, okay, here's what, here's how I think I'm going to, here's how I think I'm going to do this. Like there were times where, yeah, it started failing so much that then you just wake up in the morning, you like glance over and you're like, nah, I'm not even going to focus on that today. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to make that. I'm not going to give any time into looking at that and trying to like make that happen because I'm discouraged because my past tells me it's not going to happen. You can go 15 days, you can go seven days, but you can't go 30. And it was like, but I really, really really want to. And so after falling off a couple of times and just starting to ignore the goal, um, that, that, that happened about four or five months in, um, then my wife, she, okay. So, um, it was about, I think it was the seventh or eighth month, seventh or eighth month. My Uh wife was finally like, you know what, this is a really good goal. I want it too. (laughs) I'm like, Oh my goodness. Awesome. We both want the same goal. She drew out this chart and it was like, okay, here's today's date. And then we're going to put a check mark on every day. And she had 30 boxes. So she brought her creativity into this too, right? Uh-huh. She, she brought her and, and her creativity. She made a little chart for us. And then I actually, we got to check every single day. Hey, we didn't fight today. Check. Hey, we didn't fight today. Check. And once she came into it and was willing to be a part of it, that's when the goal, that's when it happened. That's when the magic really happened. And so, yeah, that's awesome. like if you, if you have a goal where it's for you and your spouse, I recommend you work on it together. Otherwise you're going to be really frustrated. Um, but here's the thing, this I think would be important for those who are doing this alone. Like, let's say they are the only ones who are really actively wanting that, that kind of a goal. Um, where they want, like the end goal obviously is a better relationship, right? You want to have a good, healthy relationship Uh instead of saying, okay, I want to go 30 days with no fights because that involves the other person. Um, They could have the goal. They could have the goal of, okay, I want to do one thing every day to serve my spouse. Just one simple thing. And like, Basically, it's there to remind you, like instead of you maybe going from the table to the couch and watching <clears throat> watching TV, you decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to put my plate in the sink and maybe maybe wash a couple of dishes or something like that. Like you're actively changing your patterns and changing your old habits for something better, something that will serve serve your you know your spouse. So. Um, 
that's just one idea. Like there's so many, there's so many and use your creativity. Maybe right. your goal is, maybe your goal could be, I want to purchase flowers once a week for four weeks and like do that. I want to be able to do that four times in a row and like really show my spouse that I care and that I'm wanting a better relationship. So, and that's something where you can totally do that. And your spouse doesn't even have to be involved. Like you're the one who grabs the flowers. You could even pick the flowers, right? Uh-huh. You grab the flowers, you bring them home. Boom. Easy. So yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> so let me ask you this question too. Do you feel like even if your spouse hadn't gotten involved, that it would have been possible for you to get that goal off just by you gaining the self-control of not feeding the fight? Yeah. Yeah. It would have been so like, I'm still working on my emotions, right? We brought up emotions a lot in this episode. So like there were times where, yeah, I started getting uh, frustrated because of the conversation And then I would be the person that blew up and that kind of waterfalled the effect or, or what, yeah. What, however you call that. Snowballed. I I snowballed. Yeah. The effect where I blew up and then that triggered her and then triggered me and it triggered her and it just became this circle of frustration and boom. Yeah. The snowball gets huge. Yeah, absolutely. There's times where that was my fault. I totally triggered the avalanche. I totally triggered the snowball. And, um, so could I have done it? Yeah. I feel like I could have, um, it it could have happened. It probably would have taken a really long time (laughs) right now. I'm still working on myself and my wife, she's working on herself. And so that for that one particular goal that does pose an advantage where you're like, you're both, if it's a goal where you're both involved in, I would totally, I would highly recommend you both be involved in setting the goal instead of like you just expecting things will turn out great and your, your spouse will like somehow get the memo. (laughs) Right. Kind of along that line. The other question I had is, were you just waiting around for your wife to stop arguing with you? Uh, I want to say yes, absolutely. There were times where it was like, okay, can we be done yet? Can we be done yet? (laughs) And it's like part of it. Were you trying to rely on her alone for that goal to get off your vision board? Oh, no, no. I like this was, so I originally set this, right? And I've been, I've been learning vision boards. I actually teach vision boards to my clients as well because they're so stinking powerful. And this is just one thing that was on there. When it's my vision, I'm 100% responsible, ultimately, for making it happen. So yeah, those times where I did fall, you know, I did fall off the wagon myself, I got frustrated, I jumped in and joined in the problem, in the fight, you know, that was totally my fault. So if it's my vision, I can't rely on the other person. Because this could also be, you could have a vision board for your company, right? Or for you and your goals in your company, um, Mm -hmm. or your work. I can't rely on anybody else to make my vision happen. And so with a spouse, things can get kind of tricky because you guys are like literally living, you're supposed to, well, it's, yeah, it's, you're literally living like one life together uh-huh. and it's easy to like want to keep that or it can be, I don't know, it's hard to keep that separate and yet keep it united. And so there has to be a lot of communication between us, between spouses 
in order for things and goals and whatever it is you're trying to accomplish to go smoothly. Like if I had all these cool goals and I never told her about them, like she would wonder, you know, there would be a lot of, of, it would just, it would just bring about confusion. And right. We, we want more clarity. We want things to be simpler, more clear. We have plenty of confusion already in our world. (laughs) We don't need to add it and have it come right into our own lives. Right. So Right. And the reason I ask those questions is to get to that point you made of even if a goal involves someone else, like this goal you mentioned about not not fighting with your wife for 30 days straight, even if it involves someone else, if it's on your vision board, you're responsible. Yeah. Yeah. You can talk to the other person and say, hey, I've got this goal. I am 100% in this working my part, but it does involve you. Are you willing to play along with me? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I know what you're saying. Tell me if this is the direction you're, you were thinking of going. So in one of my, one of my businesses, I sell this little education uh, package to um, homeschool moms, stay at home moms. And I had a goal that I wanted to make a certain amount of money in a month, you know, from selling that. Cause you know, I'm trying to raise my family and it's a little small business. You know, that's a little small side business that I have. Uh-huh. Um, kind of a side hobby. So I had this goal that I wanted to do that. Well, that, that, you know, it all rests back on me to market myself out there, right? No right. one else is going to come to me and, and save me. Essentially. I have to be like, okay, when I market myself over here and I show people what I have, generally, this is the percentage of people that really like what I have and they make a purchase, you know? Um, And so, okay, how many times do I need to do that? And where can I go and adjust how I'm doing things so that I can hit my goal, so I can hit my mark? So it all, even though goals do involve other people, it still rests on you to accomplish your own goal. Right. So yeah, I think that's, that might be the question you're asking. Yeah, that that was the point I was wanting to get across. And (laughs) the the listeners might've been laughing already, but I'm kind of laughing over here because season one of my podcast focuses all about vision boards so i I love that you brought that up you brought your own take on it to kind of add to what i've shared about it before and actually part of what i do in this season two is share a vision board success that i've experienced cool so vision board success i had over here number nine i'll show you on the video and for those listening it's open a checking account now I set this goal when I was, let me do the math. I think it was 18 and a half when I set this goal cause it was in 2016. And uh, I'm not gonna take a bunch of time to actually do the math but that sounds right to me. <laughs> so, so I set the goal February 10th of 2016 and took it off again, Pi Day like the last one from last episode. So March 14th of 2016 got two that day that's cool um and i feel like this one talking about how it rests on you that kind of triggers some memories i feel like with this one because i think that i kind of was waiting for like my parents to save me to get this goal and be like okay like you ready to go to the bank where i had to be like good because detail about me i didn't get my license until i was 20 so like I didn't have the capability to easily just drive over to the bank and do this. 
could have ridden my bike, but considering it was winter, there was snow on the ground and all that stuff. So again, this was four, almost five years ago. So I'm doing my best to remember how this actually went down. But what I'm remembering is that I would like tell my parents, I'm like, Hey, like I want to open up a checking account. And they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> and like they go to the bank every now and then but i would have to be like okay like the next time you guys go to the bank can you please let me know so i can go with you and open a checking account and i don't remember if it was one day they had happened to go that i tagged along with them or if i was just like hey i really want to do this can you help me go over there and do this because one transportation two i don't know how to open a checking account <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that's a that's a perfect example. Like it rested on, like it involved other people, right? Because our life's all about relationships, but the actual completion of the goal still ultimately rested on you. You had exactly. to ask the question. Exactly. And that's what I'm getting at with this, tying it into this conversation is it does seem like, actually, I remember that I wasn't going to get this one on my own just because I was that new with banking and that new with like not necessarily scared of banking but just so unknowing that I was just like I don't know how to do this and I don't want to try and do it on my own so like can you guys help me out with this but like you're saying Parker it rested on my shoulders to be like yes this is happening and it took me a month and four days, which for some people that are listening, it's just like open a checking account. Yeah, just call them up and do it or just walk <laughs> into the branch or just go online. And it took me a month and four days. So for some people, it's just like, man, how did it take you that long? And other people are just like, man, I don't even have a checking account. So like comparison ultimately doesn't matter with this. But the point is for me, it was something that I was like, okay, I want to make sure I've got this. Let's put it together. Yeah. I think the really important thing to focus on is something you said where like you didn't know how it doesn't matter what everyone else around you is doing or how much they know you didn't know how to do it. Right. And so you made a goal to figure something out that you didn't know how to do. And that's in all honesty, that's the exact same with, with what you did. that was so small. That's the exact same thing that like the really successful, let's just say millionaires and businessmen out there, they do the exact same thing. They're figuring out things that they don't know how to do originally. And then they uh -huh. figure them out and then it becomes easy. It's like, oh yeah, calling up, getting a checking account. Yeah, you just call them up and boom, like you, you're good to go. 10 minutes, right? <laughs> but for you, like, or for all of us, for all of us, we have... A, we have a starting point, which is right here, right where we're at right now. And there's things we don't know how to do. We right. don't know. Going we, back we to your know. example, yeah. you didn't know how to not have a fight for 30 days after having seven years of marriage. You're just like, okay, if I tried this seven years ago, bada bing, bada boom, would have been done like that. Like, would have even had to make an effort. I just would have had to remember I'm not fighting this month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but now where you're at you're just like man there's so much built up and past emotion here that i really got to work at this and it got to the point where you're just like hey and it sounded like your wife was the one that brought it up to you where she wanted to be a part of it instead of you going to her and, and it works both ways yeah but it does come down to you were the one responsible but you also didn't know how to do it yeah 
Yeah, I, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and I, and that was one example where it did actually involve both, involve both of us as, you know, a marriage unit, but I do have about nine, uh, nine, maybe 10, I think there's 10 goals on my vision board, um, which is kind of a lot, right? You don't want to have like 50 on your wall because then you don't know which one to focus on. Right. <laughs> overwhelmed. But yeah. So for me, for everyone, it's a little different for someone. It could be one, two or three, I've decided to have 10. So kind of a lot, but I'm also a big dreamer. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's other things where it's like, okay, this is just for me. Like I want to, I want to create this. And sometimes it's like, uh, for one of it, it was building a little tiny water. Wa- I called it a water park, <laughs> building uh, a little tiny water park for my kids. But like, I ended up just making something that was, cool it was fun and i made it out of pvc pipe and that my kids could play with and play in the water with or play like have the water flowing through it and like kind of having this cool little little water park for them is what i called it like having some misters that went onto a little water slide so in my vision i had i want to build a little water park for my kids and then that was that was all on me like i was like i had to dream it up i had to visualize it look up what other people have done and then copy what I liked and then come up with whatever other creative thing that maybe I couldn't find out there, but I could imagine it up in my mind. So yeah, that was one other thing where it's like, okay, cool. I accomplished this. I built something kind of fun, simple, but cool for my kids to play with. So yeah. Right. And for some people it would have been a matter of, oh yeah, I'm going to call up my contractor and have him make it. <laughs> yeah, for other absolutely. people, they would have been like, I couldn't have even imagined how to put that together. And for you, yeah. it's like, I want to do this. Yeah. And like, I bring up these comparisons, but the point that I want to nail down with it is like, it doesn't matter what other people would do. There's someone ahead of you. There's someone behind you. You're where you're at. And that is fine. That is great. Like, it's getting to the point with these vision board successes that I'm sharing that it's starting to get to the ones that I'm like, Oh yeah, this is actually like super cool that I did this. The first seven that I shared is just like, okay, yeah. Like I did these small things. I was testing out if vision boards were a thing that would like work. Like literally that's how I started vision boards is like, would this even work? Let me start with something super uber duper simple. Yeah. Have five in-depth conversations with people finish these two books I'm reading do, do yeah. these other simple things and like even a checking account is like okay yeah i know it's simple but i may as well have a focus point absolutely absolutely and and point you've probably brought this up in in some of your other episodes but like um you because i can see it in the in the picture in the camera you save your items that you that you get like that you take yeah. off your vision board you save those so now you've got this memory this booklet of like your accomplishments. So, so here's the thing, Benjamin, you're at where you're at right now. Yeah. Look at that. Awesome. Got a binder. (laughs) You know, you're at where you're at now and you can go back and look and see like, wow, this is where I was at four years ago. And I, here's, here's my accomplishments, you know, back in 2016, here's some cool accomplishments in 2017. And now, you know, 2020, wow, look at these really cool accomplishments that I have. And next year, wow, there's going to be even cooler and bigger and better ones, right? But we all exactly. have to start somewhere. Yeah. And 
that's why I started with the ones that I started with to begin with instead of the ones that I'm like, oh yeah, it's super cool. I got myself a bike or really visited a foreign country or I'm made so much money or this or that. The other thing is just like, yeah, those are cool things. But to start with the simple place where you as the listener probably starting, I want to make it relatable. I want to be like, yeah. yeah, sure. I've got these really cool things that I'm super stoked about sharing in future episodes. And like talking with you, Parker, I'm like getting really excited. I'm just like, man, I can't talk to enough people fast enough to be able to record these episodes <laughs> to get to the really cool ones. But it's through these small ones where I learned the skill of the visualization. Cause like with half of these that I've shared already in episodes, I didn't visualize it. I just was like, Oh yes. Goal. Okay. Um, sure. But like with a checking account, I was probably more prone to be like, okay, go to the bank. What does it look like walking through the doors? And, uh, I don't know what it looks like to open a checking account. So I'm just going to like, um, and then I have the checking account. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you knew, you knew the first two steps, go to the bank, walk in through the doors. Right. Right. So <laughs> really simple after that, you know, then you, you probably ask questions. What now? Right. But you did what you knew how. So for me, you know, building a little water park, I did what I knew how. And then I was like, uh, let's look up online and see what other people have done, you know? Yeah. And Google images, YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, I love, I, I love what you're saying. I love what this conversation has evolved into is, you know, like you just got to get started with something, just get started somewhere and you literally can write, you can rewrite your future to not be a default, right. To not just mm -hmm. happen, but you actually get to create it. Absolutely. You get to literally be the creator of your future. And that's what's so amazing. Vision boards, really powerful, really powerful tool to, to use to help you achieve that. Like you can create. So Yeah. And you're in yourself the title of creator when you take something off a of vision board that you've accomplished, that you've created. Yeah, and absolutely. That is an awesome title to be able to just, just know that you have like sure you can share with other people and be like, yeah, I'm a creator. You can tell me your cool stories of your vision board successes, but just to know, yes, I am a creator. There's power in that. There's power yeah. in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then even like saving all those things and you get to look at your, after, after a while, you know, you get to look at 10 things and then 20 things and you get to start looking at all these cool accomplishments. And now you have a past history of being a creator. So mm -hmm. now as you want to create cool and bigger things, your brain's like, whoa, look at all these cool accomplishments you have. You could achieve that. Like that cool thing you're dreaming up, you could achieve it because you know this, you know the path you have to take, you know, or you know the path that's worked for you, you know, for all these other goals that you had. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And it does get to that point where you just look back and you're like, oh yeah, I do have 43 things that I've put up on this board and taken down. And there's a couple coming in future episodes that I'll share a cool little trick about. It's like, the, the, there's no defined rules on how you have to use a vision board. There's better ways to use it. There's more effective ways to use it. But I'll just give you a sneak peek. <laughs> so, so I mentioned I got a bike. 
because at the time I still didn't have a driver's license. So I needed bike transportation and the bike I had, its tires were getting shredded. Well, I imagined having that bike, but I never got around to putting it on my vision board. Well, I got the bike and then I'm like, I was imagining this. Yeah, what the heck? I'll draw up a little bike and put it on my vision board, take it off. Cool. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. I, I do the same thing, except I don't put it up on the, I, just, I don't put it. I don't, I, I skip the step of putting it up there, taking it off. I'm just like, wow, this was a great accomplishment that I, that I thought up and then it happened. Boom. Let's just put it in my, you know, I call it my, uh, my success folder. Right. So it's like, it was a success. Like that is something right. you should add to your portfolio and you don't need to limit yourself. You don't need to limit yourself. My, right. my mentor, uh, I was in a class one time and he shared one of the things he got off his vision board and it was, uh, or a, an accomplishment that he called a vision board success. So he was in a class and he was talking about at home, <clears throat> he had a, a faucet, the, the kitchen sink faucet was like old and had, and it was like taped together in a few places. And people were like, what? Like you, like <laughs> you have this, you've had all these other accomplishments. Why don't you put new faucet <laughs> on your vision board and go accomplish that? And like, he had all these other amazing comp- accomplishments, right? Well, so someone, someone in the audience took a sticky note and said, and wrote on the sticky note, new kitchen faucet. And they came up and they handed it to him. And he was like, cool, I'm going to go put this on my vision. (laughs) Well, he gets home and there was a new faucet installed in the kitchen. (laughs) And so uh, there's a backstory as to how that happened, but he was like, this is an accomplishment and this is a really funny story. So he, so he kept that sticky note, put it in his success, you know, vision board success binder. And it became a really fun kind of a cool and different story to tell people. Cause that's, like, that's, people love that's hearing crazy. Stories. They love hearing stories of how things got accomplished. So yeah, that was anything could happen really. So don't limit yourself to like, Oh, well, you know, like I have to go to the hardware store and I have to get it. It's like, I can yeah. walk home and it's there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we've covered a lot of ground today, Parker. Talked about a lot of awesome things. Love your story, especially the one with the your six-year-old and the cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how you've been learning how to have that emotional self-control. Because that's something like you hear out there in the world today, people are talking a lot more about EQ than IQ, that emotional intelligence. And that's, that's a skill that's growing in need and necessity of having. So that you're able to be doing that and sharing more of how you've done that. That's awesome. And is there anything else you'd add before we wrap this episode up? Yeah. So, um, I, I did ask your, per, your permission, Benjamin, to, to offer like a gift to our listeners. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. because I've been on this journey, I've, I've, I've literally, I've gone to so much, like I've gone through so much effort to learn what I don't know. And uh, it's just absolutely fascinating and amazing. The, the jumps and the leaps that I've taken in my life of being able to rewrite my stars I now have almost paid it forward or I am in the process of paying it forward 
by one of uh, one thing I do is I actually teach people what I'm learning. So it's almost like I go to these amazing classes that are sometimes really expensive. Right. And then I turn around and I have people who they want to learn what I'm learning and what I'm doing and how I'm, how I'm changing, right? How can I go from just being just totally out of control and like having to rip my child out of the car and hang her by the ankles and spank her? How did I go from that to like being able to totally maintain myself? And so yeah. I actually do have clients, some of these clients, they're working on personal development. Some of them are working on their relationships. Some of them are, are working on building a small business or building, building a creative business that they have. And so I teach people these tools, these, like one of them that we share today, this vision board, um, like how to, how to, how to have a vision board, how to use one. And then how, like, most importantly, how you can make it like, make this a really great tool in your life to, to start accomplishing cool things and to really help with your focus. So right. I just want to offer a gift, um, to the first two people that message me on Facebook and I know this will happen in, this will happen towards the end of January. I think you said January 26th. Uh -huh. So the first two people that, that message me on Facebook and mention Benjamin's podcast, I am going to gift a 90 minute mentoring session or a 90 minute one-on-one -on -one call together is what I'll call it. That's where awesome. I'll, I'll, we'll be able to just like, uh, there'll be some like, get to know who you are. But then we can really dive into a couple problems or a couple things you're trying to change, but you don't know how, or you're trying to move forward and you just feel stuck. Like I would be more than happy to, to share with you what I know, to share with you what I see in those 90 minutes of what could just be a total game changer, like a total something that could just really help you out and change your life from that day forward. And, you know, part of it is, teaching you and giving you some of these tools that I've learned. So yeah, I, I'd be more than happy to offer that. That's awesome. Well, like Parker said, first two people that message him and how do you spell your name Parker so they can find you? So my name is Par uh, first name Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R. -E and then last name, I, let's see, Facebook has my middle name in there. So Hans is actually my middle name, H-A-N-S. And then Boutner, spelled B, that with uh, as in boy, B A U T N E R. Awesome. And so they just message you directly on Facebook there. Yeah, just message me directly and tell me a little bit about what you're, you know, what you're working on. I'll message you a couple times back and forth, and then yeah, we'll set something up. And I, it's it's going to be powerful. It's going to be amazing because I've I've been in these with my with the people that I really really look up to, and I call them mentors. I just, it's so awesome. Even what can happen in one hour. And yeah. so I've made it a little longer, 90 minutes where we could just really do some awesome dives. Well, it's like, we've been talking here for about an hour and we haven't been focusing on any one particular goal or one particular problem. And we've already covered a huge amount on vision boards and how they work yeah. and on your story and how that worked. And someone can take this and start their own journey just with this as it stands. So that's really awesome that you're willing to give those 90 minutes where that's 30 minutes more than what we've talked. And we haven't even been diving in on any particular 
help as it were for one person this has been mm-hmm. good, kind of a broad conversation but still really it, it's been broad but focused at the same time you yeah know? <laughs> yeah hopefully everyone listening this has been like really helpful gosh these things they've they just really and i hope you can hear in my voice how they've totally helped me i know i wouldn't be sharing them if i didn't think they could also help other people so yeah right and same for me like there have been times in my life where I've stopped using vision boards and that was a costly mistake because I didn't get the ahead jumps and bounds that I would have had I been using it, but I'm back in the practice now and sure I'm not perfect at it, but I'm working it. And like Parker said, where he can condense down these awesome trainings that he's been in to this simplicity like i don't know about you parker but i personally have spent over ten thousand dollars in personal development yeah and i do the same thing and i'm sure like i don't know how much you've spent and i don't want to steal your thunder with by saying that but just to (laughs) give that example of like what we as mentors get in there and learn the stuff and work on ourselves so that we can condense it down, not, not necessarily dumb it down, but condense it down to simplicity for you to be able to benefit as the people that work with us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Something that comes to mind and I know we're, I know we're wrapping up, but like if there was, I think a big problem people have is they start becoming personal development junkies, right? Where they just want to keep learning, but they never want to act on the things that they've Mm -hmm. learned. So I've, honestly, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> honestly, like that $10,000 that you've spent on personal development, like if you, if there was one thing that you, and, and let, let's say it was, cause I don't know what, what that was spent on, but let's say you and your mentor, like if there was one thing that they focused on and they got you to just absolutely soar and take off in life by focusing on that one thing, that $10,000 would be worth it. Right. But let's say someone who spent $20,000 just to get a whole bunch of awesome education and then never did anything about it. Well, that would be a total waste. Like, let's say they got a hundred things and they never acted on one, (laughs) you know, who got the better deal, who got the better deal, the person with a hundred things or the person with one, and they just learned how to change their life with that. Right. And that's been part of my journey is, I have just been the junkie that's just like, oh yeah, give me all this stuff. And then I get home and it's like, okay, yeah, just continue my life. (laughs) And then I I get these wake up calls every now and then it's just like, no, Benjamin, you need to do the work too. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, Okay. Let's work now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I've been through that and I can help share that with you. And Parker, you've had your journey. You've had seven years of marriage. You've, had the struggle you've been through that experience of going a month without fighting and so many other things we weren't able to talk about here like i don't know all of your story but i know that you have a lot of story like you got seven more years of life than i do and so so for the two people that get those gifts from parker like uh, i'm not gonna say i'm jealous but i'm excited for you because it's gonna be awesome and, and I, and I, I say this just to, I guess, just to add a little value, right. To those 90 minutes. So in the past year and a half, I've spent $17,000 on my personal development, wow. um, education, learning things that I don't know. 
And, and what I just shared about that one thing that could change your life, like that, like instead of, cause I've been where, where I think a lot of people go through where they just become that junkie that wants, they want to just absorb it all, but it's, you can't like we, as humans, we can only grab so much at once and then mm-hmm. apply it mm-hmm. and then grab more and apply it. And if we grab a hundred things, you know, and we can't apply a hundred things. You're just trying to hold it all in your arms. It gets all clunky and awkward and it, half of it falls yeah. over. So for those 90 minutes, it's going to be like, all the best of what you need. Like, what do you need? Yeah. You know, and like, how can we help you take your life to the next level? That's exactly what we'll be focusing on. So all the best from all that, that I've learned, you know, let's focus on you and what you need. So absolutely. Yeah. And I've talked with enough mentors that I can tell that, you know, what's up, Parker, like, you know, how to help people. <laughs> uh, the, well, thank that, you, Benjamin. That's awesome. <laughs> You said $17,000 in the past year and a half. Yeah. Wow. Has it been worth it for you? Oh my goodness. It's been so worth it. It's been so worth it. Even just in the relationship that I've been able to build and, and, and repair right with my wife. So stinking worth it. But you know, in my businesses, my small, my small hobby businesses that I have on the side, like, I now have really great tools to build and grow those and actually know what I'm doing. Like I actually feel like I, I can move forward in them instead of just getting stuck and not really know how to move forward and, and what to do next. Like I now have, so, I have so much uh, just at my fingertips that I can, I, it just builds my self-esteem to know that I can really create and do anything. And just having even the one thing we shared of vision boards so stinking powerful. That one thing right there. I mean, every single business, every single marriage, you need to have a vision board. Where are you going? What is your vision? Like get one if you don't have one. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, <laughs> by the time this episode comes out, it'll be 2021. But right now we're sitting in 2020 still recording in the middle of December. We just went through the year of vision. Did you gain any? And not to be mean, but just to call it out straight. Do you have vision? Like we just went through the year of vision. Did you get any? Or do you need to hunker down right now and start to get some? Yeah. Jump jump up from the chair right now. Right now, go grab a piece of paper and draw a picture and put it on your wall. What do you want? (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Like, absolutely. And... To finish wrapping this up here, Parker, if the third person comes along to message you and they don't, if they're the third person instead of the second or first person, uh, how can they work with you for the uh, person to be? I'll have some, I'll have something planned out where I'll, I'll totally make it worth it. Like if someone's reaching out to me, I know it's for a really good reason. And so, yeah, I'm not just going to turn them away. So yeah, just, just shoot me a message. I am more than happy to make something work out for both of us. So, yeah. Excellent. And if they can't find your name on Facebook, how else can they find you? Um, I don't know if there's a, so, okay. Right now I'm in the middle of building a website, right. For, for being able to teach people and, and have people get a hold of me that way. Um, the website should be up by January 26. So, um, or at least a format of it. Cause it's, it can, it, it can be as simple as I make it or as complicated. Right. Um, but that would be mind building blocks 
www.ethereumdevelopmentcollective.com. So that's the website that I'm working on. Um, Because I really feel like there's just little things, the little things that we can build our mind with and just block by block, like build an amazing life. So, so yeah, that would be one other way. Um, Actually, I don't know why this didn't come to mind because that's what I'm working on. That's probably why. My email, super simple, <laughs> parkerboutner at gmail.com. <laughs> awesome. First name, last name at gmail.com. That would also be a really easy way. So, so there you go. There's three ways you should you should be able to find me. And I don't yeah. think there's any other Parker Boutners on the whole planet right now. So pretty cool. I kind of have an unusual last name. Um, so you should be able to find me that way. Yeah. Uh, I, th- there's at least one more Benjamin Fincher out there. He's a singer in Alabama. No, no clue who he is other than he's a cousin distantly related. <laughs> That's super cool. That's super cool. But yeah, I'll be sure to get those links from you in January. Hopefully you get the site up by then so the listeners can find you there. And again, for those of you looking to work with me, starlightmentoring.com, you can find ways to book a package with me to where we work for a while or just an exploratory session, get the ball rolling, get, get the good snowball rolling. Um, you also find videos on there, links to the podcast, find about me, cool stuff on there. And again, thanks for listening. This has been super awesome talking with you, Parker. Yeah. Thank you so much, Benjamin. You're, you're a really fun guy to be around. So uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. Well, you're welcome. Thank you as well. And you're fun to be around as well. Good, good talking with you. And remember, you can rewrite your stars. We're here to show you that it's possible. We're here to give you some how. And just remember, it's up to you, but you can do it. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Benjamin. <laughs>